0: Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on LineUpMedia.fm. From the front office Wealth Strategies Studio. Is that what you want me to say? Where wealth you Strategies this is wealth show. Management. Come on. Wealth, wealth the, Strategies. From the front office Wealth Strategies Studio. Welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East Season number four, show number 44, fours are wild tonight, recorded Monday, December 4th, 2023. What do you think about that, Chad? Holy
1: cow, this year flew by. We say it every year, though.
0: We do. It does go by fast. I am David Leip, along with Chad Opel, here tonight with our first guest. And tonight's show is a huge one again. Every single week, we're knocking them out of the park with these guests. Guest number one, the charitable champion, Evan Wells from Roxanna High School after that amazing season that the Shells just had on the gridiron. Guest number two is the greatest tennis player right now in the Metro East, in my opinion, for her classification. Wow. Coach Shannon Carney from Principia College is the only person that I can think of right now locally who has won a gold ball. And a gold ball is what you win if you win a national title. And she has won multiple. Guest number three is our Mesby winner for 1A Girls Golf Team of the Year. We've got Coach Steve Finn and Sarah Heighton from Father McGivney. But, but before we start with these amazing guests, thanks to partners Cassens Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, The Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And three things you can do to help always, I'm going to ask you for this. Number one, please subscribe. Number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms on X, Facebook, and Instagram. And number three, if you have a story idea, please email me at mespdave at gmail.com and remember you can nominate your favorite team for integrity spine and joint center metro east team of the month could be a park and rec team could be a middle school team a high school team you name it to nominate a team for team of the month send your suggestion to mesp dave at gmail.com please put team of the month in the subject line mr opal welcome to the show again
1: hey thanks for always having me back
0: Merry Christmas. We're very festive here in the studio with yes. the Christmas tree behind you and whatnot.
1: First year we put it up, uh, Amy in our office did it, and it looks great. This is the first year? Yeah, I don't, we've, we've always decorated a little bit, but we decided to go Christmas tree this year, and it looks great.
0: It does. It really does. Yeah, thanks. And you brought with you tonight Evan Wells from Roxana. Evan, you've been on the show before, but welcome back. Thank you. Appreciate it. The charitable champion for the month. Exciting. Yeah. He's a big deal. You're a big deal, and the shells are a big deal. Yep. Semi-finalists in the state series, and he ignited. You guys ignited that town. Talk about that experience.
2: I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we obviously thought we were going, were going to be good going into the year, but we never thought anything like that. Just to see the atmosphere, especially with that last semifinal game, I mean, we had 5,000 fans Oof. there. It was, it was crazy. I mean, everybody in the town, everybody out of town, just coming in and watch them play football.
0: I think you got a lot of love. From the Roxana community. That was obvious. I think you got a lot of love from local communities. I saw positive things on social media from from teams and people in Bethalto,
2: amongst other places. Did you did you see that too? Yeah, I saw a lot of that. I think Widgiver said something, CM said something. I mean, they got another football to watch, might as well come down and watch us play. So Yeah. Yeah,
1: I saw it all over Facebook. I even had friends reach out. Hey, where are you gonna? Where are you gonna go watch the game? Like, if it was on TV or go down, try to go down there. It was definitely ex- exciting stuff. Yeah,
0: and I think it worked for most people to be able to watch a live stream somewhere. I know I went to uh, a local establishment and and watched uh, watched some some of it. So, but it it cut out a little bit. But that's that's another story. Yeah, what will you remember most
2: from this season? I mean. It sounds cliche, but just the bond we had with each other. I mean, it, it was unlike anything, no, uh, nothing I've ever experienced. Uh, the teammate, my team, they were they were amazing. I mean, true true brotherhood formed.
0: You've played on a lot of teams too, because you go from this, and I think you had you go right from this right to basketball, and yeah. then do you play baseball too? I I do track, track. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're a three sport guy. So you go from one season to another, but yeah. but this is a group of boys that you grew up with.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, this football group has always it's always been deep. We always took it together, and it's been it's been great. Very selfless
0: team, too. I think that comes kind of with the style that you guys play. Describe the offense for people that have never seen the shells in action.
2: I mean, we were traditionally like a wing T, just powered uh, offense, but this year we kind of spread it out a little bit. We kind of went more jet-based. So we had Andrew Ellis on the outside, running a lot of jet. Uh, Terrell ran a little jet. And I ran like a toss thing. And we really tried to spread it out this year using our weapons, using our speed.
0: Andrew Ellis was on the show, and he once got a penalty for excessive celebration. And I asked him, I said, what did you do? He goes, oh, I did this running thing that I see this character do in this, in this anime. And I, I go, show me. And he just kind of went like that. I Really? That's excessive? I mean, it was really funny. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, we, we had a couple of those early on, but then we had, we had to cut it out once we got into more serious football. But we, we had a lot of fun at the beginning of the season.
0: All right, well. I could talk about your football season, but we got to talk about the other, all the great things that this young man is doing. Mr. Opal, do you mind going over what the Charitable Champion Award is and who gets it, that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. Uh, once a month, we recognize a local uh, high school student athlete that is really excelling across the board, excelling in the classroom, excelling in the community, and of course, on the court or track or uh, whatever sport they might play. And, you know, typically it's, it's not, doesn't have to be, the standout athlete. It's the one who's the, the silent leader. It's those who are staying extra after practice, helping mentor younger players, being the being the leader. But of course, you're doing all of that and being the star athlete as well. So we're excited to have you.
0: You gotta be amazing in the classroom, in the community, and on the field. Ideally,
1: that's what we look for every month. And um, obviously being on the show is is one recognition we wanna we wanna celebrate you, but also we will make, Front Office Fiduciary Network will make a $500 donation to the charity of your choice. And I'm excited to talk about Hope Animal Rescues tonight and see uh, why you picked them as your, as your recipient.
2: I mean, yeah, what's up to love with animals? I mean, uh, as you can see when I came in here, I, I have a natural gravitation toward dogs. I just, I, I love them all. And especially during the wintertime, the holidays, I mean, a lot of dogs are out there not getting the love they deserve, so might as well show them some love. Uh at a boy. Yeah. My uh my aunt works with them a little bit. She actually got one of her dogs that passed away recently from Hope Animal Rescues and she's had really good relationships with them.
0: Shout out to your aunt. What's her name? Uh Miss Robbins. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Okay, yeah. so who this uh who nominated him? Was it Coach? Vries?
1: Yes, it was. Yeah, coach, football Vries, coach,
0: The great coach there at Roxanna, yeah. another friend of the show, has been on here multiple times, and coach uh, nominated him, and what did he say about him?
1: Yeah, a uh, couple words that he described him was focused, driven, and humble, but the biggest thing that stood out is he said that Evan is the most exceptional student-athlete that he has ever coached. Mm. Ever. Ever. Not like this year. Ever. I, I mean... I don't personally know uh, coach there, but how long has he been coaching?
2: I think he's been coaching. Uh, it was my seventh grade year he started coaching, so about like six years now. Okay, uh, yeah.
1: So, and I'm sure he's you know was involved in coaching prior to that. Oh yeah, even so, that's that's an unbelievable statement for somebody to say about you. How does that feel?
2: I mean, it feels great. Uh, I love Coach DeVries. He's he's the greatest football coach I've ever been around. He gets his stuff done. He really cares about his players, and he. Puts him in the right positions to be successful, and he's he does a really good coach. You're ranked number one in your class. Yeah, I think some I,
0: people might might be surprised to know that one of the stud football players on the shells is also ranked number one. That's that's a big deal. Where does that Where does your motivation for academia come from?
2: I mean, it all it all stems from my parents. They always put that into me to not only take athletics seriously, but put academics in front of everything because academic are always going to be there. Your career is always going to be there. So yeah. What, what's your favorite class? Uh, It's always either been math or science. This year I've really liked physics.
0: Really? Yeah. Any idea, uh, career, what you want to do?
2: My dream is to be an aerospace engineer, but depending on what school I go to, and that isn't a very accessible degree most places. So either that or mechanical engineering. Okay.
0: And... Have you thought about? Have you applied to colleges? Yeah,
2: I've I've applied to a lot. I've got a couple offers from places
0: to play football. Yeah, where are you considering at this point?
2: So right now, I've got an offer from University of Minnesota Duluth. They have a good mechanical engineering program. Uh, Missouri S&T they have aerospace and mechanical, and I'm currently reaching out to Northern Illinois University uh, and SIUC Carbondale.
0: And you see yourself playing football no matter what. That's your dream yeah. also. You're you're, you're going to stick with the academics and football.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, my goal ever since I've been uh, young was to go to the NFL, so go as far as I can take it. That's still a goal for you? Yeah, every day I wake up. My uh, my background, background on my phone, I've kept this. as the NFL logo. I keep it like that. So just something to look for every day.
0: Would you be surprised if I told you that I've had three kids in class that are in the NFL right now? Oh, yeah. Is it AJ one of them? AJ's one of them. Yeah. Riley.
1: Riley Patterson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, Craig James. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. and then there's other kids from the Metro East that are in the NFL. So I look at a kid and I say, go for it, man. Yeah. Take that. Keep focused on that dream because honestly, they're not training that much harder than you are.
2: Hmm.
0: You just have to be a student also. Yeah. You know, you can make that. You can make that happen believe in, I believe in you. Coach. Heck
1: yeah. We had we just had Sam Laporta. I mean from yes. Island. Oh yeah. He just yeah. he just broke the uh it. the Lions tight end record for most receiving yards in a game last night. It's unbelievable.
0: Killing it. And yeah. you know what the best part of that is? He's helping my fantasy team to another victory this week. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You go Sam Laporta. <laughs> yep. Okay. Coach DeVries uses words like focused, driven, and humble. So he's number one in his class. He is the quote Unquestioned team leader, and he's still humble. Good for you. Absolutely. Yeah. What keeps you grounded? Mom and dad again, telling you you're not that great. You better keep grinding.
2: <laughs> well, my mom actually has the exact opposite effect. She uh, she says sometimes that she has to like celebrate for me or put me out there because I don't do it myself. So you check her Facebook out. It's all <laughs> she'll brag for you. Yeah, she oh, brags well, for me a lot. Right. Let's
0: do it. What's her first name? How do we find her on Facebook? We'll look. It, we'll look it up.
2: Uh, Amy Wells.
0: Amy Wells on Facebook. We're gonna check out that we're
2: gonna check out that page and see if. Uh, yeah, we just had our um, football like ceremony thing last night, so you'll see something there.
1: Okay. Proud mama bear. Yeah.
2: Any team awards for you last night? We don't. We don't really do team awards at Roxana. We more focus on the um, like all conference, all state, all that stuff.
1: That's Which a you solid all state, attitude. Right? All state. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> So who else on the team got uh, some some big recognition?
2: We had, I think, 13 total all conference dudes. Uh, I think we had eight of them on offense and then five of them on defense. And we had six academic all state, which is uh, all conference and 3.5 GPA above. So awesome.
1: Are you both both ways? Do you go offense and defense?
2: Yeah, for the most part, I'm primarily offense. So like our coaches recognize that if I'm feeling tired, they give me some defensive reps off and try to get me back in the game as soon as possible.
0: James Herring also uh, was an is an All State player at linebacker, yeah. um, offensive line, and also running back. So he was a you know you had a lot. Of, I think a lot of your team success was the fact that you weren't the only great player on that team. Oh, obviously, hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean to run that offense and have all those options, yeah. you have to have options.
2: We we had uh, three all-conference running backs. So oh, That's all, crazy. All of us had uh, over 1000 yards and plenty of touchdowns to go along with it. So it was definitely never like a one-man show or anything like that. We 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 uh were called the three-headed monster in our town and that was kind of a big deal for a little bit. So
0: are you getting recognized? Or are you going down to the quickie mart and people? What's a hit and run? <laughs> are you going down to hit and run? They're like, hey, there's Evan Wells. That's the that's the running back.
2: I mean, <laughs> more for being a Roxana student athlete and just like wearing Roxana gear and people just coming up talking and saying they're they're from out of town. They recognize us, recognize the team, and just saying hi, say how much server, are uh, proud of us.
0: You've got a new strength and conditioning coach there, and a and some new facilities there. Has that had a positive? Oh, 100. impact on your on your game.
2: I think that changed everything, especially Coach Quinn, everything he does down there. That that's one of the things that changed the culture. Of course, students have to buy in. But he, he was kind of like the catalyst for everything that happened because he just he told us what to do. Like, and we just excelled at it. What's his name again? Coach Quinn. Uh, Quinn Hellman. He, he, he's a great guy. Uh, me, me and you him are pretty close. You spent a lot of time in the weight room? Oh, yeah. yeah even when I'm not lifting, I'm just down there talk with him. Taking his brains at something else, whether it be football or my thoughts out of football, whether it be, whatever it be.
0: Three-time academic all-state in football and runs the ball hard, hard too, right? You can relate to that. Yeah. You were a football, you were a football player. You weren't <laughs> Long just. Long time ago. You're not just a Hall of Fame baseball guy. You were a football player too. I did love football.
1: It was, I mean, what a, there's nothing better than Friday night football, is there? I don't. I not that I know. Of. I guess Saturday playoff football, but yeah, that, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is a what are
2: you gonna miss about Roxana next year? Oh, man, I think just the atmosphere. I mean, just being around everybody, the teammates, and then going out there, seeing the whole community. It's something about that small town community that's just very close knit, and I don't think you can replicate it anywhere else. All right, well, this kid's going to be a NASA scientist or
0: something right now. Is it too, I is it too
2: early to ask for sponsorship
0: on down the road? <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I always ask the, the really – the kids that I know are just going to be awesome one day. I always ask them, is it too early to ask for sponsorship? You know, when you're working for NASA, get NASA, to the Metro Esports podcast <laughs> by presented NASA. by NASA. <laughs> hey, you never know. You got to ask, right? You never know. Well, Love it. congratulations on all the success. Appreciate in it. In the classroom, on the football field and upcoming in basketball.
2: Yep. How's the team? It's going it's going pretty good right now. Uh we're 4 and 2 right now. We're playing Freeburg tomorrow, so
0: that's a big one.
2: Yep. Okay.
0: Well, good luck Evan Wells and and congratulations on the on the $500 going to say it again? Uh, ho-
2: uh Hope Animal Rescues.
0: Hope Animal Rescues where your aunt helps out. Yeah. Okay. And everybody uh, check out Hope Animal Rescues online yep. and go adopt a pet for the holidays people yeah you need you need one chad good to see you always good to be seen Thanks happy for holidays evan congratulations thank you so much i called her the greatest tennis player in the 618 because shannon carney the women's tennis coach at principia college is the only person i know who has won a gold ball or a national title currently residing in the 618 we're going to get to Coach Carney from Principia College in a minute, but first, thanks to partner Cassens Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassens' inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at cassens.com. Cassens has earned the highest rating for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a truck or a minivan anyplace else. With over 90 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. And Andy Calloway of Calloway Home Loans saves me money every month now and he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How he refinance my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional, FHA, and VA loans. And ask for the Metro Esports Podcast special. If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate a he'll donate five hundred dollars. I almost said a hundred, but it's five hundred dollars to the Metro East high school or junior high or college team of your choice. He'll give 500 bucks to Principia College Women's Tennis. All you got to do is refinance with Andy. Call him today. Terms and conditions apply. 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. Okay, Coach Carney, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, thank you, Dave.
0: Good uh Good to see you here and it's kind of a kind of a drive from Elsa but it's still it's still metro. East. tell us where Principia College is.
3: Principia College is on the bluffs of the Mississippi between Alton and Grafton. Grafton. Yep. And it's a beautiful spot, picturesque, heaven on earth. The view is spectacular. It's what got me here from California.
0: It is it is an amazing location and did you know that at one point the Air Force Academy was considering building up there on the Bluffs?
3: That is the story, versus Boulder, Colorado.
0: Colorado Springs.
3: Colorado Springs.
0: Okay. So I said that you were the only coach in the area who has won a gold ball. Explain to our listeners what a gold ball in tennis is.
3: I think when you start out in tennis, either as a junior or uh, at any level, they have the United States... national championships, and I think the age grades, ages start at 10, 12, and so you play to be the best on that surface in that category that year, and so a USTA gold ball is hard to come by, takes a lot of uh, dedication and time and love of the sport.
0: But you could win a gold ball, men's, women's, age group, and surface so you can win a 55 and over singles clay gold ball or you can win a 50 and over grass doubles singles men's women's mixed how many gold balls have you won i love it that you have to think about this
3: yeah i i I just started playing senior tennis about five years ago my friend uh Pat Purcell in St. Louis. Louis area had told me about it, and she was a national champion. And so I started to, and I thought, I'd like to do that. I didn't get to play junior tennis because I started the game very late. And so that was my goal, obviously. So I have played in 2017. I got to play hard courts. I'm, I'm new on the scene. I am uh, started in the 60s. Most of the women that are at the top level, that are winning gold balls, have done it at 40 and 45 and 50 and 55. So uh, my nemesis, national champion, the uh, woman I look up to has over 120 gold balls.
0: Holy cow.
3: She's one of them in juniors because she was a national junior champion and now in the seniors. But she's my model. Who is it? Uh, Her name is Susan Wright. Okay. So great Northern California junior, didn't play college. One had a family, then came back to senior tennis. But so I, um, I have many silver balls, and it's just not quite the same as being the champion of a tournament. You work hard, you get to that final match, and you're a finalist. Um, so I have uh, two national singles uh, gold balls, one from 2018 and one from last month. And I probably cherish that one because I wasn't able to play in 2022 because I was injured. So it's exciting to come back in May of this year and um, start playing. So
0: Was that a doubles gold ball, the last one?
3: No, I have a singles, but I, I have a couple gold balls in doubles in the 60s, now one in the 65. And I have several mixed 60 gold ball championships. Who's might your partner have in mixed? His name is, was John Fears, great player, tall, big, swooped through the court, and I just covered up and cleaned up whatever he missed. So um, it's it, it was very exciting to win the National hardcore Championships.
2: And
0: how much are you training these days for these events?
3: I play three to four days a week, probably four. I'd play five if I could find some players, so... If you want to come out and train with a national champion, call me. I'm looking for... Is, and does runners. your training
0: primarily consist of drilling, playing matches? What do you do when you train?
3: Uh, drilling and try to get some point play in. If I had more people to play sets or matches with, I'd probably love to do that once a week, but there's not many 60- 60 or 65-year-old women or men that want to play a tough singles match. or So...
0: so because there aren't a lot of sixty-five-year-old women that want to play, are you playing younger people? Are you playing kids on your team?
3: Uh, during the season, I will hit with women on my team. Yes, I play them. Um, they made it. They showed a funny video the other day of a coach just kind of easing the ball back to them all the time and never running, but them running. So that's kind of how they feel when they when they play me. That they're doing the running.
0: I'm going to put you on the spot. If you were on your team right now, what number do you think you play?
3: I'd play one or two.
0: <laughs> At 65 years old, that is that is awesome. How do the girls on the team feel about that, knowing that you could probably take care of them?
3: Oh, I think my one and two might might disagree be, disagree with that my statement just then. And yes, it would be tough, but um, I wouldn't slam balls with them, I drop shot them and love them, what they don't like. So I'm probably able to pick on what they don't like or want to play. But um, they're fabulous players. I mean, they're great players. And so I've gotten to play in your tournament, the Edwardsville Open. And, and you've won
0: my tournament. And, and I'm not joking when I say that Shannon can hang with college-age women and teenagers. When I say that, that you can handle yourself, I mean that you're going to beat most of them. And I'm going to invite you to play in my wild card tournament this year. All right. Because if you win that, you win a wild card to play in the Evansville 60K. All
3: right. I'm 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 going to start training tomorrow.
0: I think that would be fantastic. If you won that wild card, last year it was won by, by Chloe Coons.
3: Okay. Uh, she's a good player. She's
0: a good player. She's yeah. a very good player. But I think that you, I know that you would have a shot with her, you know, but I think it would I think it would be a good match, but I think it would be fantastic if you won the wild card. What a, I mean, that would be great publicity for us. I would love to see you go out there and play and play some of these professional gals. You said you started late. How old were you wh- when you started? Where were you when you started? California.
3: I'm from Los Angeles, California. I started playing. I was an athlete. I played all the sports. I did whatever was in season. I threw footballs with my brothers. And um, my dad loved tennis, and my older brother was a great tennis player. But probably um, at about 13, when Chris Everett was at the U.S. Open, probably in 1972, and, and tennis became a professional women's sport, and you saw them out there, I thought, hmm, maybe I could do that. So that was my high school years, was practicing playing tennis. So Which high school? I went to Grant High School in San Fernando Valley. So my first, my 10th grade year, this is how much I didn't play tennis. I was on the um, drill team and the basketball team, the drill team where you march on the football field.
0: Gotcha, with like a rifle and a flag or something? No,
3: it was just pom-poms. Poms? Poms. Yeah, so I did that, and my dad was kind of really upset that I didn't play tennis because I loved tennis. And then 11th grade, I was runner-up in the city on the women's team, and in 12th grade, um, title IX came through, and I played on the boys' team, and they were always top in the city. For the high school? For the high school, boys' high school. I played on the boys' high school team. I was about third singles, but he put me at uh, first doubles with the guy that no one could handle.
0: Okay. So, so your first introduction to tennis, at least on the varsity lo- level, was through doubles.
3: Yes, I played doubles. I played doubles with my brother. I played singles, I hit. Yeah,
0: what was that experience like for you playing on the guys' team? Were they cool, or was this like right when it started? Were they? Did, I imagine some people were probably rude to you.
3: Yeah, some were rude, but pretty much the team was great. They were really fun. They welcomed me out. I hit well. We played well. We practiced hard, and we won.
0: Yeah, so. and tennis is one of those sports where guys, girls, it really doesn't matter. So I'm glad right. to hear. I'm glad to hear that at least your your teammates were uh, cool to you. So then, what happens after high school on your tennis journey?
3: Uh. Then I was a walk-on at UCLA. So tennis was just beginning to be um, scholarship, probably. This was 75, so 73 maybe. So I was a walk-on. Uh, I was number eight. I played seven and eight. They kind of had a first a JV team, so he had me play matches because I was new to matches. I'd played some 17- and 18-year-old tournaments, but... Uh, Being new I always got the first seed in the first round. So it was Lee Antonopoulos It was Stacy Margolin. It was the top juniors of Southern, California. So Then I played against them in college and we had some good matches We beat them in doubles. So we beat Barbara Holquist and Sheila McInerney. Barbara Holquist was a two-time champion for the NCAA Division one. So my senior year we Beater and doubles. So that was like a big win. That UCLA
0: big win. people is no joke in tennis. You're talking Jimmy Connors.
3: Yes, he was there.
0: Arthur Ashe. They were there when you well, were there?
3: Jimmy Connors would practice. No, it was more John McEnroe was at Stanford, Elliot Telcher was at UCLA. And so those were the people out on the courts practicing or the matches in the neighborhood. We had. Um, Barbara and Kathy Jordan went to Stanford.
0: Kathy Jordan, I remember watching her beat Martina at Wimbledon. She used true Western. Yes. Same side of the racket, both balls, both sides.
3: But uh, Jeannie Duvall was from Texas. She was number two in the nation uh, in college. So I put in my time, played four, five, and six singles, first, second, third doubles, depending on the year and who came in, and then received a scholarship my senior year, which was – great honor and and was the coach's most valuable player as a senior so the coach's award for that's awesome work
0: okay i want to find out what happens after ucla and we also have to make sure we cover what you're doing now at principia but first edwardsville's got a bunch of great restaurants but at the top of my list is wang gang asian eats i've been a huge fan for years why Their contemporary Asian menu is loaded with innovative takes on classic Asian flavors. Tasty appetizers like potstickers, choo-choo shrimp, and crab rangoon. Delicious entrees like their famous drunken noodle and the dragon pokey bowl combined with their unique bar menu and world-class service makes Wang Gang a perfect destination for date night, family night, or even Sunday brunch. But if Asian ain't your thing, pop into Chappie's right next door for the best burgers, fried chicken shakes, and the coldest beer on the planet. Located just west of Edwardsville High School, it's easy to find, and you'll be glad you checked out both places. By the way, all guests who appear on this podcast get a free shake at Chappie's. So you got that going for you. Awesome. Which is nice. Okay. Done playing at UCLA. How do you you wind up at Principia?
3: How do I get to Principia? I uh, taught tennis at country club. I taught at the school my two daughters went to, so I raised a family. Raised a family. Uh, taught tennis to other kids because my kids said they didn't want to play. So I said okay. <laughs> uh, so I taught all the other kids. Um, but my daughter was here as a freshman. And at Principia College, and she said, Mom, they need a tennis coach. You should apply. Okay. I said, really? You'd want me back there with you? And from my travels in tournaments and around the country, I was never going to live in the Midwest, ever. But I came back, and uh, the view from the Bluffs is spectacular. I thought I could do this. So I was offered that job, and that's 14 years ago.
0: Wow. You've been there for a while. I've been
3: here 14 years, and— Uh, I'm a total tennis nerd. Uh, I think tennis all the time. How can I help my student athletes improve their game, play better, and just grow as individuals?
0: As a great player, which you are, do you ever struggle to coach people like me that that are very average athletically and in terms of tennis skill?
3: No, I think anybody can learn the game of tennis and that you can unlimit yourself. So I'm always, uh, I'll wake up at 5 a.m. going, oh, if I try this, they'll get that. So I have lots of ways to, I hope, I try to put the feel in someone's body of how to make it work for them and then they can go from there. So it's always kind of like a puzzle. How can you Uh, improve anyone's game and have them be, be fun. It's a great game of a lifetime. And what an opportunity in college to spend some time getting better at this game of a lifetime.
0: Okay. When I went to Principia back in the 80s, it was exclusively for Christian scientists. But now Principia is opening up to kids of all denominations or possibly no denomination. True or false? True. Okay, so any kid could apply and go to Principia. If I'm a young tennis player, especially a young female tennis player in the Metro East, why should I consider going to Principia College and playing for coach Shannon Carney?
3: Well, if you love the game and you love to compete, we have uh, a great venue. We have the best facilities in the city, and you can practice as much as you want because we have four indoor courts on campus. But more than that... um, for me, with my student athletes, with my players, with my the women I coach, I want them to be able to take the lessons from the court into their life, and that um, you're always capable of growing and learning. So, if you love the game and you want to get better, come play for me. Come play at Principia College. the 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 faculty is amazing. I work with them. I'm I'm. I'm associate faculty at Principia College, so I know them. I know their passion for their, their subjects, for their disciplines, but also to help the students uh, understand uh, those disciplines. And you're going to have great relationships with that faculty when you come to Principia College.
0: If people want more information, they can email you at?
3: Shannon.Carney.com. At Principia.edu.
0: And that's Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. Correct. Well, I think,
3: uh,
0: you know, when you said they can practice anytime you want, is the Maury Fieldhouse still there, or did they tear that down?
3: No, Maury Fieldhouse is there, but it's no longer a gym. It's now the uh, Robert Duvall Theater, and it's the McVeigh Theater and Arts. So it's a beautiful stage and an outstanding setting. It's really beautiful.
0: When I was there... They had a rubber gym floor.
3: That's funny here.
0: And Toby Clark and I played sets on that rubber gym floor day after day after day. And there was about six feet from the baseline to the back wall. And you know how he hits the ball. And I just had to take everything on the rise. And I, don't, I think I won one set out of like a hundred against that guy. And then when they built that beautiful tennis center, that indoor center, the Hexburg tennis center, man, that, that thing is amazing.
3: It is amazing. You should come out because we just resurfaced all the courts, and it has new lighting, new indirect lighting. It's really spectacular.
0: Any events coming up for players there?
3: Well, we just had a lot of your Edwards, Edwards girls. Edwardsville. Edwardsville women out for a women's doubles tournament a couple of weeks ago. I'll probably do another one, men and women, in January. We'll probably have some clinics, but it's fun to try to get the community out to this fabulous tennis center where they can play.
0: And it was just a couple of years ago, I brought my country club, my Sunset Hills country clubbers out for uh, a little grass tennis out there, at Principia. That was a lot of fun one day. Do you, do you guys, are you still doing the grass courts in the summer?
3: Uh, we're not because uh, soccer uh, needs to pr- save those courts for soccer. But I did that because I was practicing for grass courts. Gotcha. So I thought, let me make some grass courts.
0: Coach Carney, thanks so much for coming by. Anything else you want to say about Principia?
3: Principia is a fabulous uh, college. Come and take a look at it. It's the best-kept secret uh, in the Metro East, but the whole St. Louis area. We have fabulous sports, 17 NCAA sports. uh, Wherever your passion is, come and check us out.
0: Shout-out to Rusty Jones also, the men's coach there at Principia. And, folks, if if you have a son, you can email Rusty at?
3: Rusty.jones, J O N E S, at principiate.edu.
0: Shannon, thanks so much for coming by. Thank you. 1A Girls Golf Team of the Year, the Father McGivney Griffins are in the house with Coach Steve Finn and his star player, Sarah Heighton. But first, let's talk about Oakbrook. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility, and their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers, to leagues, to instruction, to an afternoon out on the links by yourself or with your friends, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there and I can attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best to book your tea time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble. Give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. Coach Finn, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having us tonight. Glad to be here.
0: Congrats on a great season.
4: Yeah, it was a fantastic year. I mean, This is, uh, I've been with Father McGivney for three years now, and for a school that's been around for 11 years, and for where we are, uh, we had 17 girls out for our program, so with an enrollment of 300, it's been truly amazing, and they're just a great group, both the student athletes and the parents and families, as well as the administration of Father McGivney have been amazing, and it's it's been a great ride so far.
0: My buddy Joe Lombardi from the old neighborhood back in Granite City is the, is the head principal there. So shout out to him and congratulations to him on all the success athletically and academically at McGivney. And a big part of your team success this year is the young lady across the table from me. Sarah, welcome to the show.
5: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Sarah Heighton, you're a sophomore, right? Yep. You've already done a lot there in your two years at McGivney. Congratulations on getting Thanks. off to a great start. And the Heightons are a f- golf family. Yep. Do you, do you ever remember a time when you weren't playing golf?
5: No. No. Nope.
0: What do you love about it?
5: Um, I just love being out there. Um, I don't know, being able to – I mean, it's so pretty just playing golf. It's so relaxing, and I have so much fun, um, especially this year playing on the team um, with all those girls. It's just it's so much more fun. And I don't know, I just – I love it. I love the process of um, – trying to compete at the highest level and um, better myself through golf. I, I just love it.
0: Team had a great year this year, Coach. Eighth place at State, which is no joke. 1A, eighth place uh, at State. Sarah finished ninth. So top ten is, is, is tough to do. Regional, team got second. Sarah was the champion. Sectional, team got third. Sarah finished second. So you guys were solid all year long. How would you describe your season?
4: Well, like uh, Sarah said, I kind of allude to the process. Uh, I have to give a shout out to my assistant coaches, Steve Hyten and Dave Hilla. And the three of us kind of got together. Coach Ken Hyten, Sarah's grandfather, was the uh, coach prior to me. And he uh, resigned or retired a couple of years ago and to, so I could watch Sarah play all the time, which was fantastic. Uh, and we really starting out didn't set a lot of hard goals or anything like that. But, um, one of the things for us was to have accessibility. So when, when I came on three years ago, we were playing at Oak Brook and the Surrey family treated us very well. Uh, they have a lot of schools. They're big supporters of junior golf. Um, we went through, uh, we kind of were bouncing around different courses. So we'd have one or two days at Oak Brook. We'd be at Arlington with Mark Marcuzo one day a week. Then Dave down at Indian Mounds was, we had practices there. So last year we were all over the place. Well, the opportunity came for me to uh, take the head golf professional job at Legacy in Granite City this past spring. So I transitioned. I was at Norwood Hills Country Club over in St. Louis and I moved, uh, I took the position with the City of Granite and Granite City Park Districts there at the Legacy, and we had a home. So we both brought the our Girls Griffins as well as the Boys Program both to Legacy this summer, and it just it exploded from there. I mean, we had uh, summer practices, we had between six and 16 girls showing up every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to practice all summer. And they put the work in. That's where it started. And we just really wanted Steve and Dave and myself, coaches, wanted the girls to learn the game, to be comfortable at the golf course, to know what to do and develop golfers for life. That's really what we're all about. And all of a sudden, Sarah starts going crazy. Well, she did last year. We knew what we were getting with her, but... Uh, We had other girls step up, and we only had one senior on our varsity team this year. Uh, We graduated three. Uh, We had four sophomores and a junior, and they just kept winning. And we got invited to all the big school tournaments, and things were going along. It was just exciting to be a part of. It's like, okay, let's play one more week, you know. We finish second at uh, regionals, so we go on to sectionals. Let's play one more week. All of a sudden, we finish third, and we're going to Decatur, and everybody's just looking at each other going, oh, my gosh, is this for real? And uh, But, yeah, the the six we had, and I'm not just saying it's just our varsity program because our JV program is solid as well. Um, We're young, and they work at it, and, you know, that's all we could ask for, so – everybody's been really great and what an amazing ride it's been and we're so young it's just really exciting moving forward as well.
0: Only one senior in your, in your top six according to what I saw and so you're going to be stronger next year potentially looking at all the sophomores in your, line, in your lineup. I'm looking at this like a coach would and you think okay we're going to be good next year but the year after that we're going to be even better. I mean, you got to be thinking long-term with all these sophomores, right?
4: It is. And, and again, the whole thing, my wife and I have done PGA Junior League. We started at Arlington in the Mounds probably seven years ago. And now we're starting to see some of those kids. So we do 13-year program, 13-and-under program, and we got our grandkids on it. Um, Your wife's so,
0: working on this too?
4: She helps out. Yeah, she's all in for all she's of it. She's a golfer? She is. Uh, so she helps out Charlotte. She, uh, jumps in and, and we have 30, we had 35 kids this year at the legacy, but we bounced between the same thing, Indian mounds and Arlington with our programming. And we've got, I already know two of the girls that are going to be on our team incoming freshmen next year from St. Elizabeth's and, um, the other school in Edwardsville St. Mary's, St. Boniface. St. Mary's. Yeah. Great. So we've got a couple of kids coming in, but and it's boys and girls. So, you know, the programming is there and the roadmap is there for the kids, and we're just happy to, you know, have kids place to go. And I'm I'm continually amazed at our young ladies how they show up to play. Like I said, a bunch of guys looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, You're doing some practices, what, eight to ten AM in the summer? And the girls are showing up. <laughs> exactly. And they go out and play, and they practice, and they come around. We finished this year. We had our uh, McGivney fundraiser down at the Legacy, and we had girls. We've had girls out almost every week. You know, somebody's playing here, there. It's it's amazing. I love that they love the game and they have passion for it, and are willing to work at it. And uh, they're just an amazing group.
0: All right, well, I've got a bunch more questions, but first, winter is here, and it's time to check your heating unit. Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning is a family-owned and operated HVAC company that strives to provide quality heating and cooling services throughout the Metro East, including Edwardsville, Collinsville, Belleville, Troy, and O'Fallon, a proud train distributor. Their technicians and service all make – they. <laughs> Their technicians install and service all makes and models of equipment. Whether you're looking to maintain, repair, or replace, Viviano has you covered. For service you can trust, don't hesitate to call Viviano today at 618-345-7498 or visit them online at VivianoAir.com. It's hard to stop a train. What's it like to coach this young lady?
4: Fun. Fun to watch. I wish I could watch her play. Um, every single time she's on the golf course. But uh, I saw something in Sarah this year. Uh, she's a sophomore. She is our co-captain with our uh, with Paige Stelsley, who was our only senior on the varsity squad this year. Um, but to see the way she interacts with the other players and the work that she puts in behind the scenes and the homework, getting ready to prepare to play. And she mentioned it earlier with the process we went to I'll give you an example we went to the orchards for I think it was Belleville East Belleville West tournament maybe and we we were going sight unseen none of our six had been there before Sarah went on the website mapped out kind of got some yardages and she comes up with a game plan and she sticks with it um you know and she knows what she's going to hit she knows how far she wants to hit it and things go together from there and you know it it's it's amazing. So she puts in the work. Uh, she's a pleasure to be around just a great family. She's competitive. Uh, we have a blast in the summer cause I get to get out with them and, and walk along and play a few holes with them here and there. It's just, it's just a joy to be around them. And in my 25 years as a PGA professional, I can tell you, this is certainly the highlight of everything that I've done in the last 25 years.
0: Being a PGA pro and being a high school coach are not the same thing.
4: Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) As a tennis pro and a high school tennis coach, I know that to be true. What's the difference?
4: As a PGA professional, you wear a lot of hats. Um, I've worked for the PGA for eight years. I worked for the Gateway PGA, so I was a tournament director from Missouri and Illinois, and we represent over nearly 200 PGA members and associates and apprentices uh, in Southern Illinois, Missouri, uh, so running tournaments was my main job there. That's I ran the outside events at Norwood, so for six years. So I'd done a lot of event running. Um, with the high school program, there is a lot of teaching involved and a lot of coaching, but uh, it's more of a cheerleader role for me. Uh, I just give the girls what they need. I talk to them. I want them to be comfortable. I want them to be able to come with me to me with anything. Um, they hopefully they feel comfortable. I think they are. Um, we just have a good time and the, they to be approachable and be able for them to come and and say, "Hey, I'm struggling here, I need that." Or we can usually tell. It's always a juggling act with six of them out there, and you're running around the course trying to see who needs what and. And it helps with online scoring so we can yes. kind of see where they are now. But that always isn't the case. So in our our dual matches and some of the other events. But just being around for them. And, uh, you know, that relationship that we've had with them, um, you know, has evolved even more so from uh, instructor, student, to coach, athlete, to almost, you know, you know, how are we going to do this? Let's get through this together. And the team part of it really makes it amazing. And it's, uh, I just wish I'd done it earlier. (laughs) Yeah. The, the team, the team thing
0: is so different and, and organizing the team because you're not organizing somebody else's tournament. Now you're organizing the tournament for your kids and you're not just helping some kid on the range. You're helping the kids on your team on the range. And that's a totally different experience. Okay. Let's bring the kid back into this for Mm -hmm. a little bit. How would you describe your game, Sarah?
5: Um, like my general golf game? Yes. Okay.
0: Are you like me? Do you hit the ball into the woods and into the creek okay. and, into, and then throw your club? Or how, how, how do you play the game?
5: No. So I, I'd say like my strengths would be, um, some of my longer shots, like my drives and my iron shots. Um, and yeah, I try to stay as cool and calm as I can because I've really found that, like attitude and the mental part of it is almost like 90 percent of um, the success that you have out there and kind of like what coach was saying um how he's our cheerleader like that's definitely in the high school that's um all we really need out there you know like of course it'd be it's awesome to get tips and advice from him but sometimes whenever like I hit a bad shot all I need is for coach to come out there and say it's okay like just keep your head in it um you will get the next one just forget about it it's it's more mental for me and like you said like i try not to throw any clubs cuz that seems to escalate sure to don't. more things i'm sure you do um no <laughs> um, but yeah i just um i try to stay as calm as i can keep my head in it um cuz cuz you know you can you can double the first hole or you could double the last you can make six birdies on your first hole you can make six birdies or on your first nine or you can make six birdies on your last nine it just you never know with golf; like, um, never know how anyone else is playing. Um, so, you never give up. And
0: do you pay attention to the scores of your teammates when you are playing? No, you don't want to know. No. Do you want to know the score overall or anything like that when you are playing, or not? Because some nope. kids, I think some kids are looking at that wanna maker, right, and they're paying attention to it. Other kids don't want to know. I've heard, I've heard both stories.
5: No, I can't look at it. I, um, I found that from the beginning. Um, I've play in rounds and. Um I just I see my score and i was like okay well now I have to make a birdie if I want to um shoot par and then I go and make a double you know what I mean like I I get in my head that something I have to do um and it it never works out like I just as a, it's I'm so tense over the ball um knowing that I have to hit that perfect shot and it just it escalates to worse um just for example like on at sectionals I think it was um going in the last hole four under like or the last two holes four under I could um and I've always had my goal of trying to break 70 um and then going up knowing that I could just make two pars and get out of there with a 68 and uh, yeah and then that that thought was in my head that I knew what my score was at um and it blew up from there (laughs) like I made double and um well, you shot a like 70
0: to- at State. That's a that's a really good score. I mean, yeah, it's not like...
5: Thanks. No, this is not- <laughs> But it's just the fact that I knew what my score was and with that goal in my head, like if I just wouldn't have known what my score was and just kept playing the game that I knew how to play, um, I think... No, Just knowing what my score is um, kind of throws me off a little bit. It makes me a little more tense to knowing what I have to shoot.
0: you got to live in the moment. Timothy Galway, Inner Game of Golf, have you read that? It's the best. It's, it's really, really great stuff. Okay, a couple more questions, but first, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb, and Ginger Blassingame the chance to serve you. They've got offices in O'Fallon and Edwardsville with more than 165 agents. The Blassing Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 11,000 families find just the right home. The Leipz are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they've been ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. All right, let's talk about the future. What's the future for McGivney Golf, Coach?
4: Continued tournament wins, I hope, and continued good programs. Um, We always get a spreadsheet every year with the incoming class we only get, uh, you know, 40 to, uh, I'm sorry, 80 to 100 students a year as we're still in the growth level at McGivney. So that process is very detailed in what the, the incoming students uh, and athletes' interests are. Uh, so we'll continue. We don't make any cuts. You know, the, the AD came and said a couple of years ago, well, at well, what point do we start cutting people? I'm like, we're not. So our JV matches, all girls play. Uh, we do them at the Legacy there in Granite. And, you know, everybody plays. So we get kids coming in that have don't even have golf clubs to people have donated things that we can provide them with stuff. Uh, it's been amazing just to get them started. Um, so our future is still having a place, a home at the Legacy, and providing an opportunity, a place for the girls and the boys teams to play um we want kids to be able to come out learn the game enjoy it and um uh, you know all six of our girls this year had uh, personal best throughout the season um you know it used to be anybody that you know we'd say 110 or better might have a good chance at that those six slots i i see it maybe being less than 100 next year um our most improved golfer, Rihanna Thacker, this year improved 15 shots on nine holes and 25 on 18 holes. Uh, so from last year, and she's sophomore as well. So just with the the way these young ladies are going and the work that they're putting in, um, just stay out of their way and, and let them do their thing.
0: How about you? The future for Sarah Heighton. What does that what does that look like? What are some of your goals you have? moving forward for your last two years of high school or even beyond
5: yeah um I don't like I've had the goal to break 70 for a long time um I can see I I keep trying to get that goal and then um also um just trying to get as high up in state as I can um it'd be great if I could try if I could win state um that's always been a goal but you know um, yeah, just try my best at state. Um, and then for the future, after that, I want to play college golf. Um, and I, I really don't know where or what I want to major in or anything, but...
0: You're still pretty young. I'm
5: still pretty young, And um, but I just know that I want to play at the best place that I can. That would also give me a very good education and um, the best team, whatever um, I think fits in the best um, collegiate golf that i can get um yeah
0: <laughs> well congratulations on a great start to your career thank you. congratulations coach on the mess 1a girls golf team of the year congratulations on all the success and the big numbers keep it up be following you see you again next year hopefully absolutely thank you all right big thank you uh for listening to this show and huge thanks to guests Evan Wells, the charitable champion from Roxana High School, Shannon Carney, women's tennis coach at Principia, Coach Steve Finn and Sarah Heighton from McGivney Girls Golf, and for partners, Cassons, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, the Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And for associate producer, Keaton Anderson, Thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.